and hello once again for Sassy Nation on this Tuesday, December 21st, the Winter Solace 2021, which is the shortest day of the entire flippin' ass year. Yay! <laughs> which means now, after today, it starts staying um, lighter out for all those that do daylight savings time. Um, it stays lighter out now, you know, and it gets the days get longer and longer as we progress through winter. And also for freaking days until Christmas. So exciting. Um, yeah, so I have to enter this. I have to go decorate a bazillion cookies. And then I'm making my last cookie, which for those that are Italian would know, the Pacelle cookie and it's a machine that i use to make them so if you go into the grocery store and you go into the bakery section you'll see them you'll see the pizzelles um they're like the star looking like cookie that has like little different shapes and stuff on them like they, some of them look like snowflakes and i don't know whatever other shape i can describe them but yes a machine actually makes those things so that's why i like to make them last because it's no oven gets to turn on it's just a machine i plug it in i make the batter i stick it in done oh so exciting um you know i do tell sometimes they'll put powdered sugar on them now for a little like snow snow looking like effect but anyway so i'll go through my christmas plans later on with you but anyhow so this is like the last sassy nation of the year but next week because i'm not going to do sassy nation next week what i'm going to do next week is i'm going to give all my paid subscribers so this is why you should have, be a paid subscriber exclusives for what the social media landscape is going to look like. So I have my big show, which is the Sassy Show, presented by Rockland World Radio, on Facebook, streamed on Facebook on New Year's Eve, which happens to be on a Friday this year. No, no, funny, but yeah. So, and I'm going to do, I think I'm going to do it a little bit later. So usually I do it at three o'clock. I think I'm going to do it at four o'clock, New Year's Eve four or five o'clock, I'm going to do a live broadcast of the Sassy Show, and I'm going to tell you certain things that are going to happen on social media, for the social media landscape, how things are changing. That's my favorite show. But I also tell you all the trends that were the past year. So I give you all like the, you know, the top 10 stuff and everything, which is like my favorite show. Anywho, also want to do recordings of a fangirl. I'll do actually two of them. I'll do one exclusive one for my paid subscribers and give you um give you some exclusive stuff. That and then the then the people who don't want to pay, I'll just lay out what 2022 is gonna look like and give you some hints as to what I'm gonna talk about for the entire year. Although, like I really don't know what I'm gonna talk about for the entire year, to be quite honest. Because you know, I just I just basically go by what's happening out there and the trends and all this different kind of stuff. But I can tell you I have some projects. And one of them is to do my podcast version of the bonus coverage for um, Relationship Impossible. I have two new journals coming out, two new books coming out. I have another book that I'm working on um, and also the bonus coverage book. So we'll see. We'll see about that. And I think I'm also going to do a couple other quick, fun type books. An NFL book. Without a doubt, I will do an NFL book. And I will also put together um, a girl boss book. 
So anyhow, an entrepreneur book type thing. But anyhow, anywho, anywho. So last night you saw the third string quarterback for the Cleveland Browns nearly win a game. Now I know people are going to say, see, see, look, anybody can, no. I think because, you know, he was pumped. You can tell that Cleveland was pumped for him. And sometimes when you go into, when you go into a competition, I know as a coach, when you go into a competition, pumped, that carries you throughout the game. Because, I mean, let's face it. I mean, the offensive line for Cleveland is not the greatest. Um, it's not in the top 10 of the best, and it's not in the top 10 of the worst. But it's, it's like stuck in the middle. But yet, they almost won. Um, you know, it's heartbreaking to lose by a field goal and when time runs out. But they gave it their all. They gave it their all. And then, of course, then you watched last night the Vikings move into the eighth seed for the NFC um, playoffs with the win over the Bears. And the Bears have the one of the worst offensive lines. And now you saw why. You literally saw why. Now, I will say this. Number 76 on the Bears. I can't think of his name, but I can see him, and I see his number 76. He defended his quarterback when his quarterback got, like, hit out of bounds and got a penalty for that, you know. But I'll take that penalty because, and he's a rookie. I'll take that penalty because he's defending his quarterback. You don't see that many people do that. You don't see that many offensive linemen go out of their way to do that. So I like that. I don't like the penalty. He got three of them, I think, in the was it the first half that I was watching that? Or was it the third quarter? He already had like three penalties alone, that one player. But the third penalty that I saw when he got, you know what? He was defending his quarterback. So I'm okay with that. So now we'll kind of, this week alone, because now we have games on Christmas, because they're Saturday, Saturday games in December. And then we have the regular Sunday games. And then you have regular Monday. And we have, oh, we have Thursday night games. Still. So we'll see. I think between this week and next week, you're going to see which teams are going to make the wild card. I seriously think it's going to be all be determined pretty much by next week. With the last week not meaning that much for many teams. But we shall see. Because like I say, any given Sunday, anything can happen. Anything is possible. Um, so the Jets, Jets fans want the, want, uh, Braxton Berrios to re-sign with the team. Well, I'm going to say this. If I'm Braxton Berrios, I do not re-sign with the Jets right away. I go to free agency and see what other teams are going to offer you because I can mostly guarantee you the Jets are not going to offer you the, the highest contract because they're cheap skates right now. They are cheap. They are playing on the cheap. They do not want to sign players to long-term contracts that are um, big bucks. Not that Braxton Berrios is going to get a big bucks contract. But, I mean, his presence on this team does help the team. 
He is he has tremendous speed, which I mean, seriously, why isn't he just on special teams? I know that they put him out there for wide receiver and he made some great plays in the first half of the game. And then the second half he was non existent. But who do I blame for that? I I blame the offensive coordinator for that. But still, I think um the Jets should probably resign him. I don't know contract wise how much and whatever, and I don't really care about that. I'm just um, thinking in terms of long-term future. If you're going to resign him, where are you going to put him? Because he's not a wide receiver one. He's not a two. He's not a three. And he's not even a four. He's a complimentary, maybe a four, but he's a complimentary player in those terms. But he's more likely to be used on special teams. I mean, when he has, when he has returns, he, his speed is tremendous. And he had that one really big burst this year that he had um, a really awesome game. So we'll see. We'll see. But Jets fans, Jets fans, stop with the Zach Wilson is not the guy. You all wanted him. Remember? You all fucking fell in love with him at Pro Day. Because, oh, Sam never made those throws when he did. Oh, Sam's the problem. Sam's not the Sam's the reason why the Jets are going places. Sam's this, Sam's that. Uh, and now it's same thing with Zach. Oh, Zach's not the guy. Zach's this, Zach's that. God almighty, you guys are stupid. Here's the problem, okay, with the Jets. And, and it's mostly off the with the Bears. Texans, you see this problem throughout the NFL. And I'm going to tell you what the problem is. Okay. I'm going, I'm going to tell you what the problem is. I'm just going to try to understand all the best And the only reason I say this is because the coaching is not there. They should have never put a rookie head coach with a rookie quarterback. And I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but Joe Douglas is not that good of a general manager. He's not that good of a GM. He was smart. Okay. This is this is it right here. And if he was a smart GM. He would have built the offensive line the first two years he was there. Then built weapons for the quarterback, which was Simmons. Kept him, built around him. But that's how you build a winning football team. You don't start with the quarterback and keep it around him. You just keep it around the quarterback first. It's not the other way around. Like, oh my god, have mercy. Are you people this fucking stupid? Same thing with the Panthers and the Bears and the Texans and the Jaguars. I mean, I can go down the list. That's how you build a winning football team. And I'm sorry, but the Johnsons gave up on Rex Ryan way too soon. Don't forget that Rex Ryan went to two AFC championship games back to back 
with the team that he had. Sanchez, quarterback, by the way, for those that don't remember. And you had weapons. You had an offensive line. You had a defense that rocked. You had great football on both sides of the ball. And the Johnsons go, oh, well, we didn't make it. And then you haven't gone to the playoffs since. You came close with Bowles, with Ryan Fitzpatrick as the quarterback, but you haven't gotten close because they don't know what the fuck they're doing. Remember, they're in it to make money. They're not in it to win because if they were in it to win and they knew what the hell they were doing, they wouldn't have broken them up the third year. They would have kept them together. They would have done their best to keep every player on that roster. And I'm serious. They should have done that, but they didn't. I I, I don't know what else to tell you. But I'm going to repeat myself until I'm blue in the face. It doesn't matter who the hell is quarterback right now. First of all, can the offensive coordinator for the Jets actually keep a creative playbook for Zach Wilson throughout the whole entire game, not just like little dribs and drabs of it in the game? Like, I think I saw only two creative plays that Zach Wilson did in the first quarter alone, and then that was it. Then he was done. Then it was, uh, and then there's no ground and pound. You have Michael Carter. He's back from from his injury. Hello? Like, what are you doing? Why are you making Zach feel that he needs to have a big play? He doesn't. Ground and pound. Ground and pound. Throw the ball here and there. You shouldn't have to throw it 40 fucking times. Throughout the game, he should throw it like 20 times. Literally, he should have 20 throws. Everything else should be hand off here, hand off here, hand off here. But then again, the offensive line's not that good to even do ground and pound. Unless he can find a hole. See, so that's why he should have built up the offensive line. Joe Douglas should have done that. He should have built that up. He should have built that puppy up. He had two fucking years to do it. Then you get to this draft. You have really great offensive line. You wasted the quarterback. Because I have to have my own quarterback. I came here and I wanted to have everybody that was here prior to me and have my own fucking team. And your fucking team sucks, Joe Douglas, the one that you have. Are you ever going to use Mims? Hello? Why the hell did you fucking draft him if the team ain't going to use him? Let him go. Let Just trade him. Trade him for a player. Trade him for a pick. I don't care what the hell you do. Let him go to a team that knows what the hell to do with him. Because you're ruining him. This team is ruining him. You're ruining his confidence by not putting him in. He gets in, he gets a penalty. He gets in, he runs the wrong way. He doesn't know what he's doing. He, I, I think he's overwhelmed. 
to be quite honest, he's thinking too much because he wants to impress, because he wants to be in there. He wants to play. And the team ain't using him the right way, and the team ain't putting him in. Get rid of him then. Trade him. Trade him to Tampa. I guarantee Brady will know how to use him and coach him. Because you got nobody here to do that shit. Ay, ay, ay. And then the Giant fans giving up on Daniel Jones. He hasn't played. He's not playing the rest of the year. It's not on Daniel Jones anymore, people. Hello? Again, the Giants' offensive line is terrible, too. You can't expect your quarterback to succeed back there when he's not getting the protection needed to execute the plays. Cam Newton, hello? You can't expect Cam to do what Cam does. Cam to throw. Why do you think Cam's running a lot? Because the play, he can't execute. He takes, he uh, can't take too much time back there because the offensive line is horrendous. So then he can't execute the play, so he has to run. And now we're going to have Sam Darnold back there again? Oh, my God. What are they trying to do? Kill him? Oh, my God, Sam. Oh, my God. I'm so excited that you're back, though. I really am. I, I love watching Sam play. I mean, Sam is fucking awesome. I mean, let's just be real. He's got talent and ability to be a franchise quarterback. But he needs to have an offensive line to protect him and give him opportunity to execute plays. And now the Panthers are done, okay? They're not making the playoffs, okay? They're not making the playoffs. Unless some miracle happens. And I know I've said any given Sunday, but let's just, like, be realistic. You're going to put Sam back there? Why? Why? Let him just sit out the rest of the year and get stronger and stronger and, and get coached by Cam. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Cam, Cam has experience. See, that's something that Sam has never had. He's never had an experienced quarterback with him. I mean, he's had, yes, I know he had Josh McCallan. He had him for one year, and that was the mistake. They should have kept Josh McCallan the second year. But Josh McCallan, unfortunately, never got to the Super Bowl. I mean, Cam got to the Super Bowl. He had the best record that year with the Panthers. I believe it was 2015. And they were 15-1. and one. He's got experience. That's the kind of experience you want Sam to get. That's what that's ultimate goal is to get Sam to lead your team to the playoffs and have a playoff run. But why do we need to do that right now? I know he sounds better. Yes, he's not in concussion anymore. His concussion's definitely gone away. His shoulder supposedly is all healed. But it just worries just me being worried. Can I just get you some bubble wrap, Sam? How about I just get you some bubble wrap? Let me just wrap you up in bubble wrap. Let <laughs> me just wrap you in bubble wrap. I don't know. I feel as though they don't know what they're doing. Why the hell didn't you find Cam Newton for the rest? You know. And then you're going to put Sam in to do what? 
the fans aren't supporting Cam that much right now either. Some of them are thinking it's Cam. Other people are thinking it's not Cam. It's the smart people know it's not Cam Newton. Although I will say this, Cam Newton ain't the same Cam Newton anymore. There's a reason why the um, the Patriots released him. But Panther fans should support whoever is your quarterback, not just because it's Cam. Like, all, all of a sudden, they were supporting the quarterback, but beforehand, you didn't want to support Cam, and you kept blaming Cam for all the losses. So you started off with Sam, you know? I mean, come on, be real. But Sam should have the opportunity to be the quarterback next season. If hopefully the Panthers fix the offensive line. And get some true weapons because Robbie Anderson is not it. Sorry, you're not it. You're not a, you're not a wide receiver two. You're a three. DJ Moore has a chance to be a one, but I'm gonna put him as a two. So right now you have a two and a three wide receiver. You don't have a number one wide receiver. And your number one running back is constantly fucking hurt. He can't stay on the fucking field the last two years. And I can guarantee you he's not going to be on the field all year next year either. Because whatever he's doing, whatever he's doing off the field for his health protocol, whatever his protocol is, you know, his workout regimen, um, is killing his body. So... I'm going to say this. Don't be shy enough to trade Christian McCaffrey to a team. You'll get nothing for him. If, if the Jets can get two number one pick, like number one pick for drives, okay, then the Panthers can get another number, can get number one pick for Plus a decent player in return. That for Christian McCaffrey. A player and a pick. That's what I want for him. All right, so let me see. One last thing to talk about. So the guy who's in charge of the Gotham City crew, who started to pick a fight with me on Instagram, if you all haven't been aware of it, yes. He started to pick a fight with me because he is one of the stupid fucking Jet fans who gets excited over draft picks and who posted the video on his Instagram of Robbie yelling at Sam, which totally fucking pissed me off. Um, and I made a comment and then he tried to come at me. Um, and then of course, you know, all hell broke loose on Twitter with between him and me. Um, I just want to say this. He's a coward because he blocked me now on Twitter. You're the fucking asshole who started the shit. So you let a girl beat you. (laughs) Okay. I guess I won. Because you had to come at me. You'll never come at me without being prepared. Because I'm going to go at you with facts. And I know sometimes the truth pisses people off because they don't, they're in denial of the truth. But he knows that I'm right. The Jets should have never, never, ever, ever, ever put a rookie head coach with a rookie, with a rookie quarterback. And they never should have traded Sam in the first place. Now, 
it's a blessing in disguise that Sam was traded. Because the Jets fans are saying the same shit they saw with Sam back there. You see the same exact stuff. No weapons, okay? Rookies, no leaders on this team. JD has traded every one of those away. All the leaders are gone on this team. No leaders, no coaching that they, that understand how to develop players. But yet, he's excited for draft picks. Yes, because those draft picks really have worked out for you, honey. Oh, and he's the one who wanted Zach Wilson, too, by the way. And then he's throwing Zach under the bus. The guy who's in charge of Gotham City crew, throwing his quarterback again, once again. And then, and then, because he's he has his following. And you know what he has his following? Because the Jets fans are fucking stupid. They're not educated in football. They just follow him because he's fun. Oh, it's so much fun tailgating. That's all he does. And the funny thing with it is he posts a video that gets like 200, 300 views. I post a video and I get 12,000, 13,000 views. He's a mom and pop. I'm a corporation. He's just a con- he. I'm the press press conference. He's just a conversation. That's basically what it is. And he don't like it. He's jealous. He's jealous of shit because he knows more people are interested in what I have to say than what he has to say. Because no one gives a shit what he has to say. What he says is like he's stupid. Oh, he's, he's, but he's loyal to the green and white people. Oh, yes. He's loyal to those fucking colors. He's not loyal to the, to the players who wear it. And when he gets to see Nick Mangold, oh, he's so fucking lucky. Oh. So lucky is he. Blah, blah, blah. He's a, he's a wimp. He's a coward. He don't want to hear the truth. And he wouldn't even know the truth if it slapped him in the face because he doesn't he doesn't want to know that truth. He just wants to, to to prove to people that he's a true fan. Yes, yes. You're true, you're a true fan, all right. Anyhow. Anywho. So Christmas, my favorite. I love Christmas so much. Christmas, 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 Christmas. <laughs> so anyway, so Christmas Eve. Finally, this year we get together with my family, so I'm really excited. So that's Christmas Eve. Um, we go to church together. Not all of us, but most of us. Um, we'll go to church, the 415 Mass. Then um, when Mass is over, we'll come back home. I'll get my cookie tray and my dessert that I'm making for, for Christmas Eve. And then we're going over my aunt and my uncles with all my cousins. So there's like 30 something of us together. Crazy. I will tell you this though. We are a smart bunch together that if we have to, we will we will wear masks inside to protect each other. That's how smart of a family we are. FYI. Then Christmas Day, Christmas Day, I'm going with my brothers this time around. So usually last time he came over here, but let um but now I'm going over his. So, so excited this year for my niece and my nephew because my nephew is gonna be six in February. My niece just turned three. 
in September. So they're so much more aware of Christmas and presents. It's so cute. Especially with my niece, because I asked her, what do you want for Christmas? She goes, I just want presents. <laughs> I'm like, yes, but what type of presents do you want? Well, I want like frozen presents and maybe Mickey Mouse presents, but that's it. So I'm like, okay. So I got her a lot of frozen stuff. Um, and and then my nephew is into like science stuff and bugs. Oh my god, but bugs gift I got him is for um birthday. Um and then what else did I get him? Oh, Wild Kratz from PBS Kids. He loves that show. So I got him some of those things. I got him Hungry Hungry Hippos. Oh my god, remember that game when we were young, we played it? They still have it. So I got him that game. Um a couple other things. A couple other um things. A baseball, because he likes to play baseball. So I got him um, an automatic pitcher that will pitch the ball to him so he can hit it. And then a pitching thing so he can maybe, maybe he wants to be a pitcher. We don't know. So he likes to hit with the bat and he likes to pitch. So I got him those things. Um, but that will be at my brother's house, which is like five minutes from my house. So it's cool. Um, the only bad thing is I have to like take all the presents I bought for my parents too over there. And I got my dad this automatic shoveler like it's really cool it's not a snowblower but it's like a snowblower it's a shovel so i had to wrap it when it came here because i'm like i don't want to have to hide it so it's a big freaking ass box but that's all right we'll just rip it over there um i still have a couple little gift cards to buy but other than that i'm all done everything's wrapped all my gifts are wrapped except the ones i have to give out there's a couple I have to I have to give out this week, um, which is tomorrow actually. So tomorrow, then I go to Nyack Hospital tomorrow, and I give my donation that I that I did this year. So every year I do a charity event, like I do a charity thing for for an organization. This year I did Nyack Hospital with the kids and that have cancer and the kids that are ill with other illnesses besides cancer that will spend Christmas in the hospital. So I got my networking group and my cheerleaders to buy crayons, markers, coloring books, activity books, um, and maybe even books um, to give out to all the kids in the hospital. So I have two big ass bins filled with coloring books and workbooks and activity books and crayons and markers. So I have to drop those off tomorrow. So I'm so excited to do that. Um, and then obviously then I have to drop off all the rest of my cookies that I give out to some clients and I give out to some friends and neighbors and that kind of stuff. Uh, my neighbor, my, the neighbor kids across the street from me, I got their gifts. They're all, they're all done. Um, so Christmas is really fun for me. I love, I love giving out gifts. Like the, that's like my favorite thing in the whole world literally is buying gifts, the wrapping, not so much. And then, but the giving is like my favorite thing. I love to give things to other people and it's so much fun. Um, so there's that. Um, I'm putting a new computer on my birthday list though, because I literally can take a hammer right now to my computer and 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 kill it. <laughs> it is so annoying. Like I really go through a lot of computers because I'm always on them for work. And obviously I people that know me know that I own a social media company. So I'm constantly on my laptop like all the time. Um, the tablet's good, but I do prefer a laptop over a tablet, FYI, just for those that need to know. Tablet, the, the laptop does so much more than a tablet does, but 
I know people get like, you know, the keyboards for the tablets and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Anyhow, anyway. So people ask me, what's on my Christmas list? I'm like, I, you know, I'm not really materialistic anymore. I love opening gifts. I mean, who doesn't? Let's be real. So, I mean, hmm, what would I ask for? <laughs> well, it would be nice to hear from Sam Darnold for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Knock on wood. Um, but let's see. If I had gifts under the tree, what would I want? Well, I'm still waiting for my pony. Still waiting. I asked since I was seven years old for a flippin' ass pony. Or at least to ride on a pony. Now, I did ride on a pony when I was seven. See, that's what made me want one. But I would like to have a pony. I just want a pony. No. <laughs> um, I do not want any more pets. So please, people, do not buy me pets. I don't want a cat anymore. I don't want a dog. I don't want a hamster. I don't want, I don't even want, I don't, I don't even want a fish. Like, pets are nice and pets are fun, but they're work. I don't want a pet. No, I've had my share. I've had birds. I've had a bunny. I've had fish. I've had cats. My brother has a dog. I don't want any more pets. Um, and those people who are buying pets for Christmas, you're buying responsibility, by the way, when you buy your child a pet. So, you know, don't, and if you don't want it anymore, don't be a fucking asshole and throw it out on the street or throw it away in a box in an alley. Don't be an asshole. FYI, for those people who are buying pets for their children this year. Um, what do I want? I like gift cards. I, I'm bored. I'm, I'm boring, probably. What can, you know, obviously anything that sparkles is a great gift for me. I like sparkling. I like sparkly things. So anything that has like glitter and or diamonds. Diamonds are my birthstone. FYI. Um, anything that sparkles is good. Sparkling is good. Um, pink, anything pink, because pink's my color. Um, I just bought myself, myself a blend jet, blender jet, those blender jet things, bought a pink one. Um, oh, cheerleading stuff is always good for me too. Um, you know, things for cheerleading and coaching, um, notebooks. I'm a big sucker for notebooks and journals and that kind of stuff because I'm a writer and I like keeping, um, notebooks. Um, full of like, you know, ideas and stuff and thoughts and all that kind of stuff. Um, I'm trying to think what, because people ask me and I'm like, uh, I don't know. My favorite stores, ready? Target, Macy's, Airy, BB Online, because they're only online, BB. Um, Nordstrom's sometimes, once in a while, but not really. Um, trying to think what other stores are shop. Victoria's Secret. Um, Sephora. Um, trying to think of the stores in my mall. Aristotle, American Eagle. All the stores do I shop in? I don't even know. Like, I don't, mm, uh, yeah, I don't shop. Well, you know, yeah, I don't shop in that one. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I stop in. But like, you know, anything fun or interesting is always a good gift too. Something that's useful that I can use is always a good gift too. Um, Apple gift cards, obviously, um, you know, 
I, I find like I try to buy other people too, like gifts that are useful, not just gifts that are gifts, but like I try my best to like get something that I know someone can actually use. I do a lot of baking. There's a gift. Um, hmm, I don't know what else. I mean, workout stuff. I work out all the time. Um, I don't know if I would take a gym membership, but sure, why not? Um, that kind of stuff. I mean, there you go. There's a list. I'm not really, I like giving. Of course, I like to receive gifts. But let's be real. Who doesn't like to get gifts? But I, I love Christmas for the giving. I love to give people things and surprise people. And if people want to surprise me for Christmas, sure. I'll take it. It's Christmas though, right? All right, so and that on that note, I have to go now and do all my cookies. Make the other cookies, but also decorate cookies. I make my fudge, make my fudge, and then make my chocolate. So I make also chocolate to put into the mix. So I gotta go and do the molds now for the chocolate. So I have little penguins, little um, gingerbread boys that are chocolates, like, you know, bite-sized chocolate. That's what I make, and my fudge. So I gotta do that. That's easy, that's no big. And then decorate the cookies now, and then make the pastels, and then put together all my platters. Um, and then separate for who's who. And then tomorrow, hands out. All right, and on that note, have a wonderful Christmas if that's your holiday. If it's not your holiday, still have a wonderful Christmas. Um, everybody can celebrate Christmas, I feel like. I don't feel like it's always um, a religious holiday. I feel also, because I know it's Christmas, there's Christ in Christmas, but maybe we should put the Christ back in Christians before we worry about putting the Christ back in Christmas. Um, just saying, um, but I feel like everybody can celebrate Christmas because it's the season of love, the season of giving, the season of hope. And I feel with this time with COVID, I think we should be doing that because kindness is the best way to celebrate the holiday and also being there for other people and checking in on other people. Cause this is also the time of year where people get very depressed and they're lonely and just check on people. This is the time for you to be that person that says, thank you for supporting me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for being there for me. To people who you may not even do that for. Um, this is also the time of the year where you check on other people. How are you doing? Are you okay? Do you need anything? You know, something like that, you know, just be that type of person at this time of the year. And I will see you all next week in some shape, way, or form. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, everybody.